just recovering from a low, so I'm a little bit brain dead, if you can't tell. I'm back with Heather. Today, we are talking about such a general, broad topic, but we're going to talk about it anyways, and that is areas of life that diabetes affects and has an impact on. Um, so first, before that, Heather, tell me how you're doing, what's up, what's going on? You know, I think I'm in better spirits than last time we talked because I was like going through a little bit of a burnout with my diabetes in life. Um, So I'm doing much better now, but things are going good. I feel like I'm like, you know, back on the good path again. So it's been good. How are things going with you? Good. I'm glad to hear that you're in better spirits this week. Um, Things are going like generally well, not like too good or too bad but just like floating in the middle I feel like um tomorrow I have an appointment with a diabetes educator to look at CGM options so that's exciting and scary but yeah I'm excited for that so yeah that's super exciting Mm -hmm. um yeah we'll definitely have to do an episode on it here soon like because I want to give like an update on how the transition is going and we'll we can kind of talk about our transitions from like doing multiple daily injections to pump and like I know that was forever ago for mm-hmm. you, you've kind of like been on the pump and CGM for a while but um it would be nice to like talk about that transition yeah that's like yeah and I would love to hear your experience too because I got my CGM like the latest one during COVID so I did all my training on Zoom and everything like that so it's going to be yeah. cool to hear your experience and then like compare the two yeah that's interesting Huh. Okay. Well, we'll give an update on that shortly. Um, but let's get into our topics today. So areas of life that diabetes impacts. And for anyone that is not familiar with diabetes, it's basically everything, but we're just going to cover some general topics. So Heather, give me your top three um, areas of life that it impacts the most for you. Um, so for me, I would say the top three for me are like traveling with diabetes, mental health and diabetes. And then just currently, I would say, I would say like my third one kind of changes, but this one, like right now in my lifetime, I would say is like hormones and like stress and stuff like that. So I would say that those are my top three. Yeah. I think a lot of people are the same way with that. Like go into more depth about, um, the like how hormones have affected you a lot right now so currently I just I kind of have like a little bit of a lifestyle change so I just got off birth control and I didn't realize like how much of an impact it had on my blood sugars and um so right when I got off birth control my blood sugars like were dropping super like all the time, probably like three or four times a day. And I was like, what the heck is happening? And it was because my body wasn't getting the hormones and things like that. And so I've, it's been like, I think two or three months now. And so my body is like just getting used to like the natural hormones and things like that. And so I'm just trying to figure out like being off of birth control, how that affects my blood sugars, like certain times of the month and different things like that. So it's just been like a lot of trial and error and like what works best for me and different things like that. So I would say like, that's really a big one right now in my life. Yeah, I have definitely experienced a similar thing with like birth control hormones, like 
periods, ovulation, all that stuff, and, like, how much of an impact it has, because women's bodies are so different, like, day to day in terms of, like, hormones and stuff like that, Um, and I did a whole episode on this with Mary, for anyone who wants to go back and listen to that, we talked, like, a lot more in depth about periods, ovulation, birth control, yeast infections, Um, if anyone's, like, interested in going to more, going into more depth about those, but yeah, I had the same thing with that, and, like, lately it's been affecting me more too um because I'm also not on birth control right now and like it's weird because some months I I like during the ovulation week I have such an issue with my blood sugars like they run so high I literally have to change my pump settings like and change the basal rate to be higher because I'll like be waking up in the morning at like 200 and it's just, like, such an issue, and then, like, some some months I have that week where it is, like, generally fine, like, this month has been fine for the most part, which sometimes, but then sometimes it's, like, the week before my period, so it's just, it's weird, like, how it affects you different, like, each month, too, It's and it's, like, so important mm-hmm. to have to, like, try to prepare for that when you, like, don't know how it's gonna affect your blood sugar. Well, yeah, and especially, like, you try and keep your body on, like, a schedule, but, like, you it's hard when you can't figure out the pattern because things are different each month and you're like one more thing to complicate diabetes or complicate Mm -hmm. your life is diabetes and periods and all that yeah definitely feel that 100 percent. it's really annoying but you you just do your best I guess take it as it comes exactly so my top three were kind of similar to yours I said mental health as well just because, you know, we talk about mental health all the time on this podcast, like, it's just, it's such a major thing, and I asked on my Instagram story as well, just to my followers, um, like, what their top three things were, and a lot of people said mental health as well, it's just, like, such a huge thing that we always have to think about, it can be really triggering and frustrating to, like, not be able to control your blood sugar when you're like doing everything that you can and it's still just like not going your way so I think that just affects people a lot and just you know the fact that we deal with it 24 7 all the time we never get a break from it it's just it it's a very it can wear on you yeah it's a very heavy weight and heavy burden to carry um so I'm that's why I'm like really thankful for this podcast honestly to just like be able to talk about it it's like therapy every week kind of um I know honestly that's how I feel too I'm like here we go um and then I know you said traveling which I know these two things aren't completely the same but I said exercise just be in and that kind of like encapsulates like everything like when I say exercising I mean like just like moving around and like everything that we do like for me it's been really big because like I love hiking and walking a lot like that's like my favorite form of exercise and it can just be hard like to control your blood sugar when you're doing like long walks or hikes or if like it's a hike that's an incline that's always like kind of hard for me to navigate especially since I don't have a CGM and I can't like see my blood sugar dropping it just makes it a lot harder and that's the same way that I feel about snowboarding too um which now that I'm living in Colorado in the mountains like I'm snowboarding a lot more and it's definitely been difficult like I this past weekend I went um, Saturday and Sunday snowboarding like all day which was such a workout but it was a lot of fun and on Sunday I was like super sore from Saturday and we were like snowboarding for a while my blood sugar I like checked it on the chairlift because I didn't feel that good but I thought it was just because I was like sore and tired from the previous day and it had dropped to like 59 and I was like okay 
I need like a break like my blood sugar just like kept like plummeting because I was like Mm -hmm. exercising so much so yeah it takes a lot out of you especially like a couple days in a row too I'm sure your body was like all right girl we need the sugars yeah for real like and yeah it's just it's hard because it's hard like with exercise too because you're obviously doing something that like exerts energy and you're getting like tired from it but then like to also be dealing with like a roller coaster of blood sugar is like really exhausting like I don't know about you but like when I go from like when I have those days where it's like I dropped a 59 and then I go up to 250 like my body feels so exhausted from that yeah I honestly I agree 100% because It just takes so much out of you and like kind of going snowballing on top of that. But like when you wake up low in the night too, some nights I feel like I didn't even sleep at all. It just is like little things like that where it literally drains so much from your body. And I just wish like people could experience it for one day, like the things that we deal with and like waking up low in the night. And then like, like you said, having those big changes in blood sugars and stuff, because like it is so exhausting. Oh my gosh, yeah. And so many people said on the response to for um the story that I posted about how it affects them, they like a lot of people said that sleep was like the number one thing that it affects. And I completely agree. Like not getting a good night of sleep because your blood sugar is like doing a roller coaster is just the absolute worst. And then like having to wake up and like try to live your normal day after that is so difficult. Yeah, definitely. Um the last one I have is I said confidence, um, which honestly, I would say that it doesn't affect me as much anymore, but it like used to be a really big thing for me. Like I was always like really embarrassed about having diabetes. I didn't want anyone to know. Um, I always like tried to hide it from people, just like did whatever I could to avoid other people knowing that I was diabetic. Um So yeah, that just like that used to be a big thing for me in like my teenage years growing up, even like a little bit into college. But I think like over the years, I've just like grown a lot more confident with it. Like I don't care if my pump's out. I have no problem like talking to people about diabetes and that kind of thing. So I do feel a lot better in that in that area. I think I've come a long way. Yeah, honestly, I honestly feel like I'm in the same boat as you too, because I feel like there was so much, especially being a teenager too, and like going to the beach with friends and stuff, I always felt like singled out and like people were like looking at me because of my diabetes. And um, I don't know, I just feel like I've also been in the same shoes as you. And I think also having you as a friend to talk to and like knowing your experience has been good because it just is like empowering to see like how far we've come even since we met at Grand Valley. And I don't Mm -hmm. know, but I do feel like there are, like, I have came a long way, but I do feel like there's days when some days I'm like, I still, if I'm at the beach or something and there's like a crowd of people, there will be times when I like tuck it. I'm like, okay, don't tuck it. Like, it's fine. You know? So like, I think it will just be something that like I continually work at, but it's not as it was 10 years ago. So yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that like the same thing with mental health, like confidence is like, something that you work on every day but it doesn't mean that like it's gonna feel okay every single day and that's Mm -hmm. just something that you're like you have to like be okay with like it's like I'm not always going to feel like I want to show off my devices and talk to people about type 1 diabetes and explain what it is but like that's fine like I don't always have to do that you know like I Mm -hmm. I think that's like a big part of like just 
I don't know, accepting where you're at and like just on the days that you want to be more confident about it, do that. If not, then that's okay too. So, all right, let's talk about career or working like that, that topic, um, that area of life. How does diabetes play into your work life? Well, since I run a diabetes nonprofit, I would say pretty much like all of my board members and everyone like understands if I get low during a meeting or, you know, things like that. Um, but at my other, I work part-time another place as well. Um, and I feel like it's just, I don't know, it's making them aware of like what my diabetes is. And also like they, it's just having a good support system who has your back. So like if my blood sugar is low, like someone is always checking on me and being like, Hey, drink that Sprite or like, Hey, have a snack. And I'm like, I'm good. And they're just like continually checking on me. So it just shows like I have a good support system and, um, like they know all the signs and symptoms and things like that. But I mean, if, if I need a break or things like I don't overwork my body, but I would say like, that's one thing that sticks out about the workplace for me. What sticks out for Mm -hmm. you, Kate? Yeah, I would definitely say similar. And like, I think that it's really important to like talk to your boss and like the coworkers that are like on your team or closest to you and like working with you a lot and make sure that they know that you're diabetic because it is just like really helpful for people to be aware. And I think, I don't know how you feel about this, but like, honestly, like I, I have a hard time, like if I'm low at work, like I have, I, I, my natural instinct is to like hide it and to like hope that like it doesn't interfere with anything like I do think it's like hard to speak up about it even if you did like let people know that you're diabetic and let people know that it can happen I think that sometimes it can be hard to like tell people like hey I know we have a meeting in five minutes but like my blood sugar is low and like I'm gonna need like 15 minutes to like recover so I don't know that's like something I'm working on with like letting people know that because my work has been like pretty busy right now too and it is kind of hard like if my blood sugar goes low like I definitely feel a little bit like brain dead and like that I'm like trying to complete things and that kind of thing so I don't know that's something yeah yeah that sounds good I mean honestly though I feel like I just try and push through the lows but like when it's an in-depth meeting and stuff like that, like, I'm glad that you're taking the time that you need for your body to, like, adjust and your brain to, like, catch back up because I can't imagine being, like, all right, here's, here's what we're doing this big project and, like, having to sit through that low. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely really hard, and I think that, like, a lot of what plays into work, too, is, like, also like the sleep schedule too like if you didn't get a good night of sleep and then you still have to wake up at 6 a.m and get to work like that sucks so I I know that like it that's definitely affected as well like when I have bad diabetes days and stuff like that or didn't get a good night of sleep then it definitely makes it more difficult or just like having a roller coaster of a blood sugar day is just not fun when you're trying to get things done at work but mm-hmm. yeah definitely Okay, so this subject or this, like, area of life doesn't really affect us anymore, but, of course, we went to college together, so how do you feel like school was affected by diabetes? Um, I mean, I think, like, a big thing for me, I guess, was, like, if my CGM went off during class, like, 
especially in college in a lecture hall where like not everyone knows I'm diabetic because I don't want to be singled out in front of everybody. Um, but like high school and things like that, like it was a small high school I went to. So like if something did happen, everyone had my back and they're like, she's diabetic, like she's going to the office. Whereas like college, I just didn't want to be like singled out like that or because especially you can't turn off those Dexcom alarms. So it's like it's beeping at you and you have to do something. Um, and I think another thing with college, too, was um, like just being in class and taking tests and just like always making sure like I had snacks or something, too. I mean, I did tell my professors most of the time, but like I think I had a little bit of testing anxiety because I didn't want to drop low during a test and like then be like not able just because like rules are a little bit stricter and things like that. So I think that that was something that stood out to me about school. Um, but otherwise, I mean, just kind of like same old rules of like making sure people know. And did you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I think for the most part, like mine was fine. Like, of course, it was affected by like, you know, what we've been talking about the entire time. Like, just when you're having a roller coaster of blood sugars or you go low or whatever, of course, it affects that. But I think, and I didn't want to be singled out either. Like, I hated that, like, my whole life. I was like, I never want to be singled out for diabetes, which is hard because sometimes you have to be. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was, like, I think towards the end of college, I did fill out, like, the disability form um, just so that it would go to my professors. I think that's how it worked. Like, you would fill out the disability form, and then it would go to your professors, and, like, then that's how they would find out that, like, you know, you kind of got, like, special privileges in classes which I mean I kind of like that like I never I never like people like staring at me for like eating in class or whatever but um and I never like did anything where like I would have like a longer time for t a test or anything at least in college in um in high school when I took the ACT I actually did uh do all of that and like I took the ACT in like a separate room um and like I was able to have like water and like snacks and food like when other people didn't and then I also got I think I got a little bit longer time for the ACT too so I mean I took advantage of that I guess I think that yeah people should take advantage of it when they can I wish I would have known that I would have done that too yeah it was nice. um I think one more thing about school too that it just kind of made me think of it so I meet with um a fourth grader at one of the schools and um he was diagnosed in January and it just made me think because I meet with him each month and right now like something that he's battling with school stuff is like if there's a substitute teacher and like telling the teacher and you know the anxiety with that or like if his pump rips off you know who's going to be in the office and things like that so it's so crazy because it's like different stages of life and he was like about to go to a hockey game for a field trip. And he's like, what do I do if this comes off or like if I get low? And it was just like, I felt so bad because it just wanted to like ease his mind and, and anxiety. But mm -hmm. I offered to go with him on the field trip and everything. But it's just like those stages where, you know, it, yeah. it's all new and there's a lot to take in. And, you know, school can be hard at that age with all of those things. So, yeah, I mean, it's insane. Like, being a diabetic like how much you have to plan for and how much like how many aspects you have to think about before you do something and like it kind of makes me sad to think about like a fourth grader like 
being that like hypervigilant about everything that's happening to them but it's like that's what you have to do to survive like it it's just Mm -hmm. like um a lot of people said on the response that like spot like spontaneity and freedom was like a, a major area of life that it affected because it's just like you there's not a lot of opportunity to be like carefree in your life and like not think about it like you always have to plan and prepare and that kind of thing so yeah a hard like you can just yeah you can just leave work one day and be like all right I'm going on a three-day road trip and be like let me go home and grab my pump supplies and insulin (laughs) yeah seriously I know it's so hard like whenever I have a trip plan like I literally go over like everything that I need to have like 14 times because I'm like because it's so stressful to think about like to think that like you could forget something and it could like ruin your trip because like that would suck like and I, I bring mm-hmm. like three vials of insulin I bring like 20 days worth of diabetic spice you remember when we went to Italy like I literally we, we went for five weeks and I brought like a year's worth of diabetes. I know same that was great stressful <laughs> yeah gosh okay I know so, I definitely overpacked too yeah I mean you have to but Okay, this topic is kind of similar um, to just, like, well, I don't know if it's similar. But the topic is, like, money. So, like, insurance, cost of supplies, like, that's a huge one. A lot of people said that on my story as well. Yeah. I just feel like it's – I feel like, number one, the pharmacy will sometimes be like, hey, we need proof that you're still diabetic. And I'm like, hey, did you find the cure? Because I didn't. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I just get frustrated at little things like that because it's like, okay, really, do you really need proof that I'm not buying this in this expensive insulin just, you know, to to sell it on the side? Like I do need this to live. I'm not scamming you guys. So I feel like that's something hard. And I I feel like it's it's not a big deal. But sometimes if you catch me at the right time, I'm like, this shouldn't even be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I think another thing too though is just like fighting with insurance because you either get billed wrong or I honestly I feel like there is always something like right now what I'm going through is my insurance company um my medical place sent it to my insurance company and the insurance company (laughs) mailed the check to a different address where they had originally told them to mail it and they're like no you really need to be sending it to California and so now they say like I haven't paid for my supplies pretty much all of 2022 and I'm like are you serious so I just got a a bail uh a bill in the mail for like two thousand dollars because yeah oh my gosh that's so and then like yeah two hours on the phone on top of all the other things that we're going through it's like two hours on the phone trying to handle things that are just silly so Yep, I 100% have been there, and I honestly don't know why I didn't put this in my top three, because this is a lot more relevant to my life right now, and, like, I've gone through very similar experiences as you have, just with, like, fighting the insurance company, and, like, it it's just so, so stressful to think that, like, you might not be able to get your supplies on time, or, like, or that you're going to get a $2,000 bill, like, that's so ridiculous, and, mm-hmm. like, being like I got kicked off my parents insurance like right once I got out of college um because my parents retired so I couldn't be on their plan anymore since I wasn't like full-time in school and that was like 
that has been an ongoing like very stressful thing for me because I have to think about it when I get a job like what kind of insurance do they offer because it's really expensive like I didn't have the greatest insurance um when I lived in Michigan with my corporate job and it was it sucked like it sucked paying that much money like it was horrible having to call insurance companies and try to figure out what supplies they covered and what supplies they didn't cover and like all this stuff it was just it's just really really frustrating and really it shouldn't be that hard like especially considering now our life-saving things that we need to survive like it's it is Mm -hmm. I know and especially like my insurance company I can't remember exactly how it goes but like pretty much covering a CGM because it's not essential to have a CGM, but like, even though it integrates with the pump and like can make your life easier and better and things like that, like there's parts of it that aren't covered and things like that. And I'm like, but it's making my life easier. So, you know, and then we already deal with the high cost of insulin and things like that. It's just, once again, we can't catch a break with things. I mean, it sucks too that like insurance companies have control over which devices you can get and that kind of thing because like like yeah you can say that like the pump is like non-essential but like if I had to go off the pump and go to like daily injections right now like I seriously think my mental health would like absolutely plummet into the ground so it's like can you really say that it's not essential like these things are so helpful like in being able to choose which devices you get like that that should just be a given like i I hate that it's so difficult to access. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should definitely make it easier. And we should figure out something to help diabetics who have to deal with insurance because I tell you what, it's a pain in the butt. Yeah, it truly, truly is. Okay, let's talk about something a little bit better. Let's talk about dating. How do you feel like um, it has affected your dating life, if at all? Well, I mean, I would say it's not a huge part of my dating life. Um, but I would just say, like, I guess one thing that sticks out to me and PG-13 warning, <laughs> but if you're having sex, sometimes my blood sugar will drop after. And so it's just like, I think something that people don't think of when Mm-hmm. You know, you think of like dating and obviously seeing people and things. So um, that's that's one way I guess it affects my life is just, you know, not once again, people, their blood sugars don't usually go low after that. So um, yeah. another thing that we go through. Yeah. And I feel like that's like not talked about enough, obviously, because it's like, you know, sensitive topic. But like it is hard just because like when you're with someone like it's different like if you're in a relationship obviously like at some point you're telling your partner a lot about what diabetes is how it affects you like all these types of things and they know but like if you're like new in a relationship or like you just like you know you've been on like a couple dates with someone it is like hard to navigate like telling them like hey like I need to let you know about diabetes like it's just I don't know like what what do you do Heather like do you, if you're going on a date do you bring it up on the first date like would you bring it up if it came up like I always I'm not gonna lie I feel awkward on first dates like especially if we're getting like food or drinks or whatever and I have to like pull out my insulin pump like because I just I don't know like I feel weird like bringing it up like oh by the way I'm type 1 diabetic like people like don't know what to say what do you do 
Mm, I'm trying to think because now I'm like, what do I do? I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I just kind of like gauge it and see. And like, if I'm doing insulin, they ask, they'll be like, yeah, I'm type one diabetic. Or like if they see in my pocket and they're like, what's that? I'll tell them. But I feel like usually the first day I'm, I kind of like feel it out and just kind of, I'm like, okay. But like after that, I'll kind of just like give the talk of like, yeah, I've been diabetic for 16 years. So like, just keep an eye on me, but you know, I'm pretty controlled. So just a heads up kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like I normally do that as well. Like on the first date, like I just like try to find a time to like slip it in there. Like that I'm type one diabetic and just like keep it pretty general. I feel like people don't like at like the first time they hear about it, they don't usually ask like a lot of questions. I think that people are like scared to ask questions sometimes because they don't know like what is a good question to ask. So Mm -hmm. I I, I do try to like say like, oh, I'm type one diabetic and like give like a little bit about it too. So they don't have to feel weird about like what does that even mean you know yeah and maybe even just throwing it out there like if you have questions or whatever like I'm an open book like talk to me about it it's totally fine so Mm -hmm. maybe that won't help too yeah yeah I think like just like prefacing it with saying like like you can ask me like whatever questions like if you're not sure like I don't care or I don't mind Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. okay um last one I have for us to talk about is just like overall bodily health. Okay, give me give me your examples. Um, I guess like this this topic is just like, you know, like what more do diabetics have to like um deal with in terms of like going to the doctor or like getting sick? Um, just like our overall health related to diabetes, which I mean, it affects so many things because, I mean, we know, like, there's a million complications that you can get from having diabetes. Um, Even if you control it, like, pretty well your entire life, it just obviously has an effect. Like, you're dealing with it every single day. Of course, you're going to have highs, lows during that time. Um, uh, I can't even, like, I'm trying to think of, like, everything it affects. But, you know, like, your eyes, we have to get our eyes checked every single year. Um, Kidney function is huge. It, it it can affect everything like it yeah your feet I think is a big one too like they always do is your toe up or down and yes. you know things like that and making your endo appointments um I know going to the dentist I think also they say like we're prone to getting gum disease or something like that so I know that's a big one too is like going to the dentist and I also feel so judged because like I am not waking up to brush my teeth in the middle of the night after I just had a low blood sugar and I had a chug of juice and your dentist looks at you and is like, you know, you could do a better job. And I'm like, I had a couple lows the past couple of months. So like, you know, give me a little grace here. So, and they're like, well, you could get up and like, you know, swig some of this or whatever. And I'm like, no, thank you. But no. Yeah. I mean, that just like, that sucks, honestly. And I, I used to always eat gummies in the middle of the night because that's just like, you know, my my low snack of choice. But now I do always get juice because I feel like, you know, if you drink it with a straw, it's like not like, you know, it's different if you like chew something that it could like get in your teeth. So, yeah, but that is annoying because it's like you're low and you already feel like shit and it's the middle of the night. Like I'm not getting up to brush my teeth. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So basically overall it affects everything everything Everything. every single aspect um it's 
you know, we think about it every single day, every single other minute, I would say. Um, so it's just, it's difficult, but we, we all have each other to lean on, I guess, with everything that it impacts. Yeah, I agree. I think just, you know, be patient with yourself, especially as you work through like the different stages of your life and different topics that like you're encountering, like it's your first time traveling out of the country or like going on a long-term trip or, you know, you're switching to a new insurance company, like just be patient because we all deal with it. And as hard as it is, you know, like you'll make it through it. It sucks along the way, but like, just reach out to a fellow diabetic friend and be like, Hey, I'm frustrated with this. And they'll totally understand. And they'll, they'll give you the support that you need. So. Yep. Yeah, for sure. There's lots of resources online. Um, so always be like looking for that. Like it's, it's super helpful to just Google whatever question you have and, you know, try to figure it out. But, um, I wanted to talk about just quickly, like some of the other things that people said on my story or replying to my story, the question about, you know, how it affects them the most. And, um, one of the things that someone said was, I mean, a couple people said this, they said relationship to food and that has been a huge one. Personally, it hasn't affected me too much. I think that like I got, I did really get lucky with like my relationship to food growing up. And um, like, I feel like my parents had like a really healthy relationship to food too. So it luckily didn't affect me too much with diabetes, but like I can hundred percent see how that's just like such a huge area just because like, you know, a lot of people like have a different experience when they get diagnosed and like you know, I know some people who were diagnosed and like they, their doctor, their endo told them that they should eat all low carb. And of course that's going to like affect your relationship to food. Like it sucks to like start viewing food as something that's like, or carbs in general as something that's bad and that kind of thing. So that's, that's a really big one that people deal with. Yeah. And especially, you know, like the different, um, you know, food factors and eating disorders and things like that, that come with like, if you're taking too much insulin, and I know you had interviewed someone, I think it was last year about, you know, they were told to take like 10 units each time. And it's just so unfortunate that those things are happening, though. And it's, it's the education with the doctors and things like that. And so it makes it tough. It definitely is hard. It's it's like I feel I feel like that's a really really big one that I do feel lucky to not feel super affected by, um, but yeah, like eating disorders is a huge thing. I mean, there there are eating disorders that are like you know directly linked with diabetes. Um, diabulimia is a big one that affects a lot of people, and I did I did do a whole episode on this. Um, you can look back. I don't remember what it was called, but it definitely has diabulimia in the title, and we talked very much in depth about it um that's like one of the most listened episodes actually um on the podcast so it definitely affects a lot of people um yeah but other than that people said you know like all the things that we talked about work sleeping was huge um mood which kind of just goes into mental health but definitely the highs and lows can make you moody I've been there before um exercise was a huge one like I talked about we, we talked about that um some people said social life, like it affects like them, like wanting to go out or stay in that kind of thing. Of course, like if you're not feeling good after you had like a roller coaster of a day, you're not going to want to be as social. Um, and then someone said holidays too, which, you know, we're in the midst of holidays right now. And I definitely 
feel that way too. It's a lot harder on like days like Thanksgiving when there's appetizers all day and foods that you are not sure how many carbs it is and all that kind of thing. So the holidays can be hard. Yeah, definitely. Alrighty. Well, anything else to add? I think we, I think we went through pretty much everything, which, you know, like we said in the beginning, affects every area of life. I'm sure yeah, we missed definitely. a lot of areas that affect people, but we tried to go over all the general ones. So, all right, cool. Well, thanks so much, Heather. Um, we will be back again in, uh, we, we've, we've been doing every other week right now, which I think has been working well. So posting episodes every other week, that's about like two episodes per month. Um, so we'll be back again. And yeah, if you want to write into the show, you can email me at thriveabetic at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram or TikTok, thriveabetic. Um, and then you can follow Heather. She is um, my life in numbers and my is spelled M-I like Michigan. And then I'll link her personal Instagram in there as well if you want to keep up with her and what she's doing. Um, but yeah, other than that, we will see you in a couple weeks. Thank you.